Beer and Honey, the German football pod. Beer and Honey, the German football pod. In today's special supporters edition, Bayern get knocked out by Manchester City, start asking about the big number nine question and behind the scenes, things are happening in Munich. Also, Leverkusen, they're through to the semi-final, the last German team in action in Europe. We'll hail Xabi Alonso and his merry man from the Werkself. Hello, dear member of the Beer and Honey Supporters Club. Thank you very much for supporting us. This is your special pod. Our thank you, our little token of appreciation for your support. We couldn't do it without you. Christoph, let's start with the mighty Leverkusen reaching their first European semi-final since the equally mighty, or perhaps even more mighty, Neverkusen or Fietzekusen from 2002. Uh, the team who finished runners-up in all three competitions, most famously in the Champions League final against Real Madrid in Glasgow, where Zinedine Zidane scored that wonder goal. But on Thursday, it was Leverkusen who scored four very nice goals, 4-1 win at Saint-Gilloise, seized them through. And they were very good once again, weren't they? Yes, they were very impressive and that against a very impressive um, opponent because, um, I mean, the result looks like a stroll or so, but, but it wasn't. Um, uh, Leverkusen was 1-0 up already after 69 seconds, so that helped them a lot. Um, they were 2-0 up at halftime and it looked almost finished when uh, Frimpong scored the third goal. Uh, but then uh, Sanjay Loas managed to score uh, one and then Leverkusen was very much under pressure. But they um, they stood the test, uh, scored a fourth one and yeah, it was a, um, they, they uh, deserved to win it, uh, no doubt about it. But it was much more difficult than uh, the result might suggest. But you're right, uh, I think it was a, a great match to watch, very entertaining, a, a lot of uh, things going on on the pitch, very intense, sometimes wild, but altogether uh, a great performance by Bayer Leverkusen. Absolutely. And also defensively, um, they, of course, conceded a few chances, but they played with a kind of resilience and focus and concentration that we haven't always readily associated with this team. Uh, do you think that we need to give our friend Xabi Alonso huge credit for that? Yeah, but, 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 uh, but before we do that, we should also give some credit to Jonathan Tah, who had become a kind of forgotten man of German football. Uh, the, the central defender who was once in the German national team and who looked a bit like the, the future of defending in, in the German national team. But then his form dropped and that for a long time. And not not just a dip of form. It it was like uh, um, as if he had forgotten how to properly defend over one or two seasons. And now he's back. And maybe that's also the result of the work of of Xabi Alonso. Um, uh, and and I was I was thinking. I mean, he came in in October. 
He had a shaky start. It was very good towards um, the end of the first half of the season when they had three wins before the uh, World Cup, including a 5-0 win against uh, Union Berlin. And uh, where, where you could see that things uh, started to roll. And uh, now the second half of the season or the second part of the season, uh, they became uh, they have become very impressive altogether. And uh, we, we, we've talked about it. I think they are right now. They are the most entertaining and interesting German team to watch. Well, absolutely. And they play with some real nice depth. We we know they have fast players in Diaby and Adli. Uh, also, Seda Azmoun, the Iranian Messi, is um, is a joy <laughs> to watch. He could have scored a couple of goals. Wirtz has come back. So there's a lot of going, a lot of stuff going on. And I think where there is a similarity with the 2002 team is there's also a sense that this is unfortunately, like many good things, not meant to last. That this is the season where all these players will be together and likely next year, maybe Jeremy Frimpong, maybe, maybe Diaby, who knows who else will we'll move on. And I think that gives it also a sense of excitement, but of course also sadness because it'd be lovely to, to see them grow together and become, become stronger. But I guess in modern football, it's going to be hard. Yeah, if, if, I mean, it's, it's too much ifs, but um, if Xabi Alonso uh, would have started the season already, maybe they, Bayer Leverkusen, could be the team we are longing for, the, the team that is, is really uh, uh, pushing um, Bayern, Mün uh, Bayern München to uh, so much that uh, uh, another team can win the champion. That, that This season, probably that could have been Bayer Leverkusen, but, but it's uh, should and probably and if and whatever. It isn't. They won't win the championship, but uh, probably um, they win the Europa League. And um, that would also mean they... As uh, Frankfurt did, uh, they could qualify for the Champions League next year. They have now a couple of opportunities. They can do it through the league. They can do it by winning the Europa League. Now they're up against Jose Mourinho and Roma. That should be quite fun. Xabi uh, played under uh, Mourou, of course, uh, at Real Madrid. That should be fascinating. Yeah, uh, the 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 teacher and his um, apprentice, uh, his best apprentice, maybe better than Frank Lampard. <coughs> If you want to hear more of this special pod, please head over to studyhq.com/en/beer and honey and become a member of our supporters club.